Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Adventures in Babysitting in 2016. Yeah, June 24th, 2016, this came out. Uh, this is a remake of the 1987 film starring Elizabeth Shue. I did look at the, I looked at the Wikipedia plot synopsis and made the comparisons that I will tell you at the end of the, at the end of the episode, because I'm sure you're very interested. Are we supposed to know who Elizabeth Shue is? She's an actress in the 80s. Never heard of her. She played, I don't remember her name, the blonde girl in the Karate Kid. <laughs> Remember whenever I got the Brat Pack and the Rat Pack mixed up? <laughs> yeah. You're like from the, from the Rat Pack, and I was like, Dean Martin? <laughs> Don't know that one. <laughs> Who were you talking about? Like, Rob Lowe? No, we were doing... Or, like, St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing that impossible uh, movie trivia game. We were at a restaurant where... You can a board have, game bar. Yeah, they have like a board game library. You could take board games and play them. So we took this movie trivia game from like 1993. <laughs> we didn't know it was from 1993 at the time. We knew it was old. Well, yeah, but the waiter came around. Classic. The waiter came around and was like, "You guys want to play the blockbuster game? It's more up to date." And I was like, "I have that game, <laughs> and we've played it enough." It was just a fun little challenge. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Adventures in Babysitting stars, uh, oh, by the way, this was the 100th official DCOM, oh. according to Disney Channel standards, and go. to celebrate, they played all of their official DCOMs from the beginning. This is not our 100th DCOM. Um. <laughs> yeah, I would also like to mention, uh, I should have said this last time, but they redid Under Wraps, and it just came oh, out yeah, October yeah. 1st. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll that. get to it eventually oh, but really have to <laughs> but yeah they redid under wraps and they don't even have a new uh wikipedia page for like the new under wraps because whenever i like went on the decom list it's down at the bottom but whenever you like hover over it it's the old under wraps i mean i guess it's all on one page but yeah uh the only thing i know about it is that they cast people of color which i guess good for them wow congrats <laughs> making so many strides disney uh, anyway, Adventures in Babysitting stars Sophia Carson, who we met in Descendants. Um, it also has Sabrina Carpenter, who played Maya in Girl Meets World, Riley's best friend. She's she, that blonde girl. The, I have that! <laughs> yeah, with, she's the blonde girl who always made me doubt. Yeah. <laughs> so much older than me. <laughs> yes, um, if you don't know, the Olivia Rodrigo, fuck, what's his name? Joshua Bassett. Joshua Bassett. I forgot his fucking name. <laughs> Joshua Bassett, Sabrina Carpenter, love triangle that happened at the beginning of 2021 uh, with driver's Where license. Where have you been? Not on TikTok. Should we explain? Let's not explain. If you, <laughs> you know it. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast, well, you know it. I would like to make it clear. I'm not saying anything bad about Sabrina Carpenter, no. obviously. No, she was just, she's just the blonde girl. Yeah. She's just like a part of the song. Neither did Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and she even says, <laughs> let's be honest, we do kind of sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, Sabrina Carpenter was also the racist friend in The Hate You Give. <laughs> yeah, she also gave off those vibes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> she plays that character well, and I'm not saying that anything about the actress. I'm just yeah, saying. I don't know her personally, but yeah. she's a very talented actress if <laughs> she's not a terrible you person. You don't know Sabrina Carpenter personally. I don't. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> That's shocking. Um, And she was short sister in Tall Girl. She was not the tall girl. <laughs> Why would she choose to be in that movie? <laughs> 
Okay. She has a, a singing career. Yeah. Um, so maybe she's trying to finance her singing career with her movies. I mean, do, do what you want. Um, uh, Jane Lynch once said, like, before she became a household name in Glee, that she never turned down a role. So... Maybe that's also Sabrina Carpenter's motto. Oh my god, should I make a really shitty movie and offer Jane Lynch a role? <laughs> I, think you got, I think she has a standard of pay now. Mm. Um, anyway, this movie also has a little girl named Mallory James Mahoney, who literally looked like she was plucked out of toddlers and tiaras. Uh, she was in the Disney Channel show Bunked, so was Kevin Quinn. Mm, that's why um, she looked familiar. You've seen Bunked. My nephews watch Bunked every time they're over at my parents' house. (laughs) My youngest nephew, specifically. I don't know if that's a wig that she's wearing, but she literally looks like she's... I think she just has curly hair. Well, (laughs) toddlers and tiaras used her as a model. (laughs) Um, Jillian Vigman, who plays Mrs. Anderson... Um, she was in the Step Brothers movies, she was in the Hangover series, neither of which I have seen in full, so I cannot tell you who she, who she played. Uh, I've never seen any of the Hangover movies, actually. Um, she was in Parks and Rec, and I don't remember who she was. <laughs> but, she was in New Girl, and I do remember who she was, she was Schmidt's boss, Kim. Um, and then there's Gabrielle Miller, who I think played Mrs. Cooper, um, I've never heard of this show, but she was in Corner Gas. It ran for, like, seven years, apparently, so good for her. Never heard of it. Um, so, fun fact that I read on the IMDb trivia, this was originally a sequel to the, uh, 1987 movie that was supposed to star Miley Cyrus and Raven, and was gonna be released in theaters. <laughs> I was, what a duo! <laughs> okay, I was gonna say this till the end, but now that you mention it, I feel like of the decoms we've watched, this is something that could have been released in theaters. Like, it's not like outstanding, but like it's a teen. It's a, a not a teen. It's a children's family movie. Yeah, it's pretty generic. Yeah, but like, I mean, there are a lot of decoms that could not I have been released in, no. <laughs> in theaters. I think this one could have been. Um, but <laughs> can you imagine? Miley and Raven together. <laughs> no, I can't. They weren't even together in That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana. I don't even think they crossed paths. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine them interacting at all. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I feel like, I feel like someone tried to write it and their brain just exploded. <laughs> I I just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> What's the age difference between them? I think it's, it's like not, a it's few like years. Significant, yeah. I mean, the age differences compare, uh, portrayed in this movie were the actual age differences. Like Sabrina Carpenter was like fifteen, and Sophia Carson was like twenty. Yeah, that was the other interesting thing, which we'll like get into. But she plays a nineteen-year-old, which I thought was interesting because that's yeah. older than your average. Decom. It's like an actual adult. Yeah, it's like for the star. Yeah, and not just like the older brother or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's begin. <laughs> uh, we see Jenny, who is Sabrina Carpenter, giving herself se- self-affirmations. She's like, I am talented. I am an artist. I you can do kind. this. You was kind. You smart. <laughs> She's looking through her clean and organized photographs in this portfolio. And then we also cut and we see Lola, who is making this big, messy canvas with, like, photos over it and purple paint everywhere. Uh, we're going back and forth between them. Yeah, and then- we see that they are two girls with, like, very opposing personalities. Like... If you remember, if you were on Tumblr in 2014 and you saw that screenshot of Mary Kate and Ashley from the Challenge movie, where one of them has like a like pastel pink room and the other one has like a grunge emo room, that's basically what we're seeing right now. 
Yeah, so Jenny gets in her car, and she almost runs over this boy, and so he comes over to the car, and this is Zach, and uh, she obviously has a crush on Zach from how she's interacting, and she's like, oh, sorry, I'm in a rush to this important interview, and Zach's like, hey, come to the swim team car wash later, I'll wash your rims, and she's like, okay, <laughs> okay, Zach. Um, Sophia, Lola, <laughs> is also on her way to the same place. She drives a splatter-painted Jeep with eyelashes. Because she's artsy. Yeah. Um, yeah, she <clears throat> has, the, she's carrying this giant canvas on her way and she stops for a smoothie. Um, she, on her way in, she gets this call from her mom about college. And it's, okay, she her has. phone rings and it says rental units, which I've heard people do parental oh, units. Oh, I thought they were, I thought it was like her landlord <laughs> exactly no it's rental units it's her parents her mom uh, i did not put that together exactly that's what i said i was like i've heard parental units yeah rental i've units, never heard rental i, I, I was not. like is she a landlord i mean for tenants <laughs> yeah no it's her parents but she's just calling and she's like i'm gonna get to the inter- internship it's fine i'm i'm there now bye yeah so lola comes up to jenny and she thinks jenny's an assistant because of how like put together jenny looks uh we learned that they're both final finalists for this photography internship um the real assistant asks for their portfolios so jenny gives her like portfolio that's like in a binder with like laminated pictures and lola gives a splatter paint canvas with a self-portrait of herself I am no professional artist, but ma'am, that's not a portfolio. <laughs> I mean, neither is the pictures that, uh, that Jenny <laughs> the stock submitted. images. Yeah, it's nothing. Um, so, uh, the assistant takes her portfolios for Mr. Vasquez to look over, and Jenny and Lola wait in chairs outside the office. Um, so Lola's like, oh, like, didn't we go to high school together? Um, it turns out Jenny skipped eighth grade, and she was in Lola's senior geometry class when Jenny was a sophomore. Um, so Jenny just, like, starts explaining all of her overachievements and how she wants this artistic internship because it'll look good on her resume. Um, Lola is very artsy and art is her passion. Yeah, Lola's bothered by this because she's like, you're not doing this because you care about art. Like, I actually really like art. And then she says that she opted out of college to work on her art and become an artist. Yeah, um, Jenny gets a call from this professor who's writing her a recommendation letter who's asking for a last-minute babysitter, but Jenny cannot because she already has another babysitting job tonight. Um, Lola starts making fun of her for being a babysitter. Yeah, Lola's like, it's so easy. You just put the kids in front of a TV, and then you don't do anything. Um, and then Jenny's like, oh, well, it pays $20 an hour, and it's more than just that. Um, I was gonna ask, I think I already know the answer to this, but were you a babysitter as a child? Yeah. Like, you babysat, like, other people's kids? Yeah. It was, like, a thing? Yeah. Because I never was. And it was always odd to me because as a young girl, I was, like, expected to be a babysitter and, like, expected to want to play with people's kids when I did not. Like, often people would just, like, put children in my arms and I didn't know what to do with it. And, like, my mom was, like, a babysitter slash nanny slash teacher's aide and my sister like babysat for all the kids in my mom's class and all the kids loved my sister and then whenever she went to college everyone was like oh like are you gonna take over for your sister babysitting and I was like no I don't want to (laughs) I mean all the babysitting I ever did it wasn't really optional it was just like babysit these kids and I was like okay I guess yeah I never had or 
Well, originally, no one ever asked me because my sister was in town. And whenever my sister left at that point, I was, I was like a little bit independent enough to be like, I really don't want to hang out with your children. I don't want that responsibility. I'm 12 years old. Like, I'd stay home alone, like, with my brother, but I don't count that because I'd, like, watch TV upstairs and he would play video games downstairs. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Babysitting, I mean, it depends on the family and who it is. Um, But it can be a lot of work. I always thought that it was just, like, a weird pressure that I had as a young female. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That I never lived up to. <laughs> the My brother did babysit for, like, some people growing up. He's, like, one of the only guys I know that ever babysat. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, I just, that. I just wanted to bring it up. I just thought it was odd. And especially, like, with this, uh, I don't know, Jenny's like, I'm a babysitter. Well, I mean, I think it's part of, like, her character of, like, she has to do everything and she's super in control. She's very responsible and reliable and all this stuff so yeah yeah uh as they're like talking to each other about babysitting vasquez comes out and he's like uh they both stand up as this happens uh jenny knocks into lola's smoothie and spills it everywhere they fall to the ground and they pick up the wrong cell phones oh no uh as they stand up vasquez says that both of their work uh, is super different, so he can't make a decision yet. They both need to take more photos and try and wow him, over, and they have yeah, a week. over the weekend to dazzle him. So there you go. Yeah. Um, outside, Lola catches a cop giving her a parking ticket. Um, the phone starts ringing inside her purse. It's like Beethoven as her ringtone. Yeah, and the cop's like, oh, Beethoven. Oh, I love Beethoven. Yeah. Um, so Lola is confused, but answer it answers it anyway. It's Zach calling Jenny, asking if she wants to go to the concert, and Jenny, like, poses as Lola and was just like, ew, I don't want to go to a concert well, to try and impress the cop. Yeah, she's been trying to flirt with the cop to get out of the ticket and also just because she thinks he's cute. Um, and so she, yeah, she's like, please don't give me the ticket. And he's like, here you go. It's $80. Yeah. Um, so Lola needs $80 quick in order because if her parents find out that she got another ticket, then they're going to take away her car. Um, so her, Jenny's phone rings again and she answers and it's, uh, the professor, Mrs. Anderson, again, asking if she has any recommendations for a last minute babysitter and she'll pay double. So Lola's like, oh, let me recommend my friend Lola. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jenny pulls into the car wash, uh, the swim team car wash, and Zach ignores her because he thinks that Jenny blew him off and was very rude. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to the house. One of the kids, Trey, is on the phone with his the friends. Andersons. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to sneak out whenever my mom leaves, so don't worry about it. And then mom comes in and confiscates all of his devices because he's grounded. Because he spent $200 on apps. <laughs> what did you buy? <laughs> That's something that, like, younger kids do who don't have a concept of money. Older kids know that you're going to get caught. Really? Is that... Did, like, your nephews buy apps and get in trouble? Yeah, my youngest nephew, I'm pretty sure, like, on one of his games, like, bought stuff, like, not realizing that it was, like, connected to the parent's account and was, like, real money, and then had to, like, pay it back. Because I still live in the mindset of where, like, you accidentally press the internet button on your parent's phone, and you gotta go, exit, 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 Well, I think it was in, like, a game where there's, like, okay, you know how in games sometimes there's, like, points you can earn and you can spend, or there's Mm -hmm. points where it's, like, money that you have to spend? I don't think he was old enough to, like, distinguish between the two. So, I don't know. Wild. I don't know. (laughs) You couldn't buy things with real money with a Nintendo DS Lite. Well, no. (laughs) This is, like, an Xbox game or something. (laughs) 
You also couldn't play with your friends on the Nintendo DS Lite. You could picto chat. You could if you were close it. enough. <laughs> you could picto chat, or you could um, go to each other's Animal, animal Crossing. crossing you could play Mario Party if you were close enough. I didn't have Mario Party. It was real fun. <laughs> I didn't have it. Um. So yeah. So he's grounded. Um. And then whenever mom is like, "Oh, like the babysitter's coming tonight," Trey gets excited because he's like, "Is Jenny coming?" And mom says, "Uh, no." It's someone else. And then she says, at this rate, you'll never be responsible enough to babysit. Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am, is that a threat? Like, what, <laughs> what are you threatening he's, there? He's literally like, okay, good. Yeah, like, same. <laughs> but also, I love that uh, she's putting that on him because boys should have the same societal expectations that girls should. Yeah, if I felt pressured to babysit, you should too. Just kidding. Conversely, maybe we shouldn't pressure children <laughs> to have to watch children. other children. <laughs> right. <laughs> That was a joke that I made, to be clear. <laughs> um, downstairs, Bobby has made a mess from baking. He's, he's baking in the kitchen, and he's like, Mom, will you come try my frosting? And she's like, later, you better clean this up. She is not fostering her children's love of anything. No! Why doesn't anyone want their children to be creative chefs? Yeah, and then uh, their daughter, AJ, is upset because she has to miss her roller derby match. She's, like, eight years old, and she has a roller derby match. I want to see eight-year-olds play no, roller derby. No, she wants derby. to go watch the roller derby match. Why does she have a uniform and everything? It's the uniform of her favorite team. Didn't you see that whenever she met the roller derby? I know, derbies? but I thought that she was on a team. No, she was going to watch. She was going to watch Jailer Swift. I know, but I thought she was also on a team. That's disappointing. They never said that she was on the team, but she just said that... She's a big fan. Mm. Disappointing. Um, so at the Anderson's house, um, Katie helps mom pick out her clothes. Uh, we need to talk about Mrs. Anderson later in the movie. <laughs> anyway, Mrs. Anderson, uh, tells Katie to take off her diamond earrings. Um, Emily, who, Katie's, like, I don't know, six, and Emily's, like, 12. Emily's about to shave her head. Well, yeah, Katie throws Emily under the bus so that mom will not get mad at her. She's like, yeah. Emily's shaving her head right now. Yeah, Emily's about to shave her head before her mom stops her. And, uh, her mom is like, oh, well, the babysitter's coming soon. And Emily's like, I'm too old for a babysitter. Also, I'd like to say... If your daughter wants to shave her head and you're sure about it, I would say probably wait a few days. But if your daughter wants to shave her head, let her shave her head. It's her head. Exactly. It's her hair. Who cares? <laughs> and they're like, stop pulling one of your pranks. And I'm like, ma'am, you need to take a look at yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Jenny arrives at the Cooper's house. She realizes she has Lola's phone. Um, Lola arrives at the Anderson's house to babysit. Uh... They, she, Mrs. Anderson says that Bobby has to finish a hundred cupcakes for his junior chef competition tomorrow, but he's missing the perfect ingredient. Um, the dog. Well, okay, I'd like to say, Lola takes the time to help Bobby with her cup, with his cupcakes. He's like, hey, will you taste this? And she's like, yeah, sure. She's like, hmm, this is good, but I think it's missing something. Yeah. She's the only one who takes the time to do that. Everyone's <laughs> like, fuck you, Bobby. Yeah. They're just like, doesn't matter, be perfect. Yeah. Um, the dog. Lady Marmalade has a big day at the kennel tomorrow and needs complete relaxation. We never come back to this. But the dog's name is Lady Marmalade. And also, the mom asks her to do laundry while she's babysitting. Maybe some people did that, but... Is that not, I don't... I no, no, that thing. is not protocol. Not from any not of the people... protocol. No, not from any of the people I babysat. If I'm gonna do your laundry, you better be paying me extra for that. <laughs> I'm keeping your kids alive. Yeah, Mom tells her that the stove and the hot tub are off limits, even though Bobby must bake 100 cupcakes by tomorrow. Well, the oven is different than the stove. I guess. Um, 
Yeah, Bobby must clean the kitchen before they come back. And she writes her number down on the awards gala invite in case of emergency. It turns out that uh, the Anderson or Mrs. Anderson is getting honored at this awards gala for her science research. I don't know. Yeah. So Jamie at the other house gets Jenny. there. Uh, Jenny and uh, the mom there gives her the rundown of like, yeah, we're going to the gala too. And okay, see so you bye. Yeah, so we briefly see at the other house, Lola overflows the laundry machine, probably because she's never used one before, and goes to the hot tub. Yeah, she sees a swimsuit, and she's like, let me just borrow this mother's swimsuit. Ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Bobby and AJ start a fire in the kitchen, so, um, and as there's just chaos, AJ picks up Jenny Jenny's phone when she calls, because Jenny tries to call her own phone, and Jenny realizes what has happened. Yeah, that- I mean, Layla's in, or Lola's inside trying to, like, put out the fire as well. Yeah, uh, but Jenny whenever realizes AJ... that Lola took the babysitting gig yeah. um, and lied and said that Jenny recommended her. Um, yeah, so AJ tells Jenny that there's a fire, so Jenny takes uh, the Cooper kids and goes over to the Andersons. Um, Emily, we see, is excited about seeing Trey. Uh, yeah. Lola puts out the fire and goes to get her camera. Because life is art. Yeah, she's still in her swimsuit, and she gets locked outside because, of course, they're kids, and they're going to think that's funny. Yeah, so Jenny and the kids arrive when Lola's locked outside. Um, We we can see Trey sneaking out the window upstairs, but no one else can. Um, And then whenever everyone gets inside, they realize Trey is missing. So they look at his tablet, and they realize he went to a pawn shop to get concert tickets in the city. Is that a thing? I don't think you can buy tickets at a pawn shop. I don't think so. I mean, he's a scalper, but he, like, runs his scalping business out of a pawn shop. I guess. Yeah, Yeah. so. Which, okay, they're going to the city. We don't know how big this city is, but earlier in the movie. They don't tell us what city it is. Earlier in the movie, the mom's like, we can't drive the SUV in the dirty city. (laughs) No, let's take the sedan. Um, the original movie takes place in Chicago, but I feel like this is, like, L.A., (laughs) This is not Chicago. No. I don't think it's crowded enough to be L.A. I don't know. Maybe it's, like... It's Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, maybe it's, like, Omaha. I don't know. <laughs> like, they drive around, and there's, like, some streetlights, but they're acting like it's fucking New York with, like, yeah. the pan shots they're doing. It's literally just, like, lights for restaurants. It just looks like a, downtown, like a downtown of yeah. any major U.S. city. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so everyone has to go because Jenny doesn't trust Lola alone with the kids, and rule number one, never leave kids behind. Um, so so they have to take the family's, like, fancy suburban in order to fit everyone. Um, Jenny is driving as slow as possible, Lola's taking pictures in the car, and back home the washing washing machine explodes, and Lady Marmalade is eating all the pasta sauce that apparently was also cooking. Yeah, I don't think tomatoes are good for dogs. I think that dog would not be good. I was going to say, that dog is going to die by the end of the night. Yeah. It eats, like, the entire pan of pasta sauce. Yeah. Also, did, did Mom name the dog Lady Marmalade? Like, when I think of Lady Marmalade, I think of, like, the um, sex worker at the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> I think she came with the name. She named herself. She is a purebred. We can tell. It's the name I gave myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Lady Marmalade named herself. Um, anyway, they arrive at the sketchy pawn shop in the city. Katie has to use the bathroom, so everyone must go inside. Tiny, the pawn shop owner, is on the phone, and he's talking about, like, a sketchy business deal with a rare sapphire ferret, a.k.a. a white ferret that they colored in with, like, purple permanent marker. Yeah, I don't understand why they're calling it sapphire when it's purple. I don't know. 
Um, he leads them to the back to talk to the scalper, and the scalper tells them that Trey went to get pizza, and Emily is like, oh, Trey's favorite pizza place is Mario's, he's probably there. Um, <coughs> so, while every like, all the kids are, like, fussing around the pawn shop, the blue ferret escapes, and Lola takes his picture, um, everyone runs out the door when they see the car getting towed outside. Uh, but they don't have enough money to pay for the car. To bribe the tow yeah. truck lady to not tow it away. Yeah, and the car gets towed through a giant mud puddle, and she tells them that they need $100 by midnight when the lot closes. Yeah, so Jenny finds $10, and she's like, okay, here's the plan. We're gonna take she the bus. She left her purse at home. Yeah. She's we're gonna... been driving without a license. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take the bus to Mario's. Um, we also see Bobby's eating chocolate that he stole from the pawn shop, and then we see that the guys from the pawn shop are start running after them. They're like, you're in trouble, blah, blah, blah. So they decide to run away from them. Uh, they got a picture of him with the sapphire ferret. The guys are talking to each other. They're like, they have a picture of us. It's gonna be bad. They stole the ferret, and they're gonna go back to jail if they get caught. Yeah, so everyone gets on the bus, um, they're $2 short, but it doesn't matter because Lola and Jenny start fighting, which annoy the driver enough to let them stay. Yeah, uh, they they're... show up at the pizza place, and they find Trey, and they they kind of catch him up on what's going on, but they're like, we need to go, we're gonna sell your ticket for money. Yeah, um, we learn that Trey has a big crush on Jenny, and he's ignoring Emily, which is making her upset. Um, Lola suggests scalping Trey's concert ticket to get money for the car, um, so Jenny takes Katie to the bathroom. Emily gets mad that Trey likes Jenny and not her, so she tells Lola she's going to the well, tattoo party. it's not even that. She goes and sits down by Trey and his friends and, like, tries to talk to them, and they don't even acknowledge her existence. Just like, Jenny's so hot. Well, she's <laughs> like, hey, guys, that sucks about the concert. And they're like, yeah. anyway. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, I'm going to the tattoo parlor. She's like, I'm going to the tattoo parlor. And Lola's like, cool, go express yourself, have fun. Yeah, <laughs> literally, I wrote it down. That's what she says. Uh, Honestly, the, I love that. Yeah, in the bathroom. And, like, also, a tattoo parlor next to a popular pizza place is not going to give a 12-year-old who walks in by themselves a tattoo. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, in the bathroom, um, Jenny hears that these girls are talking about Zach and who he's taking to the concert with him. And, oh my god, it's this other girl. And she yells no. So the girls come out of the stalls and they're just like, Jenny, what are you doing downtown? They do that thing where it's like, Jenny, I can't believe you're out in the city on a Friday. Yeah. Why are you in the city on a Friday? You're all minors. What are you doing? I mean, they're with other people, and she's with a child. But they she, they don't know that. She's like, oh, I'm with my friends. Um, okay, You probably don't know them. Okay, bye. Yeah, so back in the restaurant, Lola tells Jenny that Emily went to go get a tattoo. Uh, Emily arrives back with a henna. Yeah. Um, but they still freak out. Like, oh my god, how could you be so irresponsible? Like, ma'am, it's gonna wash off in two weeks. I mean, her mom probably would freak out about it as well, <laughs> knowing the mother that we learn more about. Mm, yeah. Um, the pawn shop guys run in, and so the kids run away into the alley and escape into this, like, clothing factory. Uh, the pawn shop guys follow them, and then we get this, like, big chase throughout the factory, and the kids hide, and they ride the conveyor belt, and, uh, they hear the pawn shop guys say that they need the camera. Uh, so they're running through the factory, and they ride a chain down into a clothing bin, and eventually arrive at the venue, which is sort of like this open-air market. Yeah, so Lola takes a ticket to go sell, um, and she just keeps, like, going to, she's like, $100 for the ticket, $100 for the ticket, $100 for the ticket, <laughs> and then the cops come up, and they're like, hey, it's illegal to do this, and then they're like, we're gonna arrest you. Yeah, they're, they're not just like, hey, like, get, 
like legally a hundred feet away. Yeah, which is like the actual rule. No, like, no, you're arrested. <laughs> yeah, so they take her and book her. So all of the kids and Jenny also go to the police station. Um, uh, yeah. She's trying to rat out the pawn shop guys because yeah, she knows in the interrogation room. Yeah, she knows that what they're doing is illegal, and she's like, maybe they'll let me she's go like, if I give them the dirt. Got a illegal blue ferret. Yeah, <laughs> you probably want to get them, not me. Yeah, and they're um, like, we don't believe you. You have a record, and she's like, of tickets, of parking tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like this is definitely not like Chicago or New York. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking. She has Baton Rouge. <laughs> yeah, she has parking tickets. Yeah, um, so Emily asks Jenny, she's like, hey, like, don't you have any friends who, like, maybe could come and help us and, like, drive us or something? Or, and like, Jen- your parents? Yeah, and Jenny's like, um, they're all busy, all my friends, all the friends that I, Jenny, Jenny doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Um, so Jenny takes off Emily's hat that's been hiding all of her hair, and it turns out she put these cool green streaks in her hair. Which, also, these are definitely clip-ins, because she yeah. didn't have time to bleach her hair and then put green dye in it. Yeah, but anyway, Jenny freaks out again. She's like, you're so irresponsible and you're just making everything worse because you dyed your hair a different color. How ah. dare you? She doesn't even, I'm assuming that she doesn't even go to Catholic school where she'd get in trouble for that. Because <laughs> we did. It doesn't make sense. These girls had red, like a single red streak in their hair and they got told to take it out. <laughs> or in dye high it back school, we could have them. What? In high school, we could have colored hair. Well, in grade school, we couldn't. In grade school, we couldn't have our nails painted either. Me either. <laughs> we also couldn't wear makeup. Um, yeah, so the parking ticket cop from earlier sees Lola in the interrogation room. Um, back in the lobby, the roller derby girls are brought in for fighting too much. Um, AJ is starstruck, goes up to them, and she's like, It's oh. Jailer Swift! Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm such a big fan. Like, look at this move. Um, I'm also her- very confused because throughout this entire time, sometimes she's wearing skates and sometimes she's I th- not. I thought that they were like, because I thought that too, because like she's been in a helmet and like pads this whole time. I thought that they were like those old like tennis shoes where you push the button and the skates come out. Heelys? No, not Heelys. Oh. They were like mechanic, like you like push the skates no, back No, some in. of the times they're like actual roller skates. Oh. That's well, why yeah, I don't understand. It's very confusing. Because she she literally is running at some of the points. I checked. But yeah. then other times she's definitely skating. I thought skating. that they were, like, hybrid. Like, you, like, just, like, took the skates back in. Because I used to have like. I used to have ones like those. That may have been the idea, but that is not what they did. Um, while this is happening, Emily steals a sleeping man's phone and tries to call her mom. And she leaves this message that they've been arrested and Jenny took them into the city. Um... A, the cop tell the parking ticket cop tells Lola that she needs to think about the example she's setting for these kids. Yeah, Ex- like excuse me, sir, who are you? Yeah, she's like these. He's like these kids look up to you, and Lola's like, I, I don't know how this even comes up, but she's like, okay, my grades weren't good enough for me to get into college, yeah. and I really wanted to go to art school, but this internship is my only hope. I need to get it. Yeah, and well, Lola isn't even like, I just met these kids an hour ago. <laughs> but I don't they know why don't she me. tells this to the cop who's just saying, be a good example. And then she's like, well, I couldn't get into college. And then she's not doing anything <laughs> wrong either. Yeah, but the cop lets her go. Yeah, um, so everyone goes outside. Um, AJ has Lola's camera. So the pawn shop guy comes up and tries to steal it from her. Yeah, no one is paying attention to this little child. They're all arguing yeah, with Jenny each other. Yeah, Jenny and Lola are too busy arguing. So AJ rollerblades away. And uh, the cops are too busy with the roller derby girls fighting to notice this man trying to steal something from a little girl. Yeah, they finally realize that AJ is being chased, so they go and steal the pawn shop guy's car. Because they drop their keys. Yeah. 
Um, so back at the gala, um, Emily, the Mr. and Mrs. Cooper are talking about Emily's message. Dad, who just heard this frantic message from his 12-year-old daughter, says, hey, maybe we should go check on our children who just say that their babysitter took them downtown and got arrested. Mom says no. She's like, I don't want to. I want to have my night out. I want to have fun. Ma'am? <laughs> I mean, she's trying to go based off of Emily's past. We're assuming Emily well, saying Emily's, pranking Emily's pranks. But the only, like, um, uh, example we get is Emily wanting to shave her head. Well, yeah, that's not a prank. No. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Dad insists that they go just check out what's going on. Yeah, so then we get this montage of, like, AJ skating through the city away from the pawn shop guys and everyone's following in the car. Yeah. Um, they finally reunite and uh, with AJ and then they leave the car and go through this random door in an alley because that's safe. Uh, but it's okay because they accidentally find themselves on stage at a club and um, Jenny accidentally unplugs the speakers and they try to leave but the DJ makes Jenny freestyle rap before she can. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Jenny starts rapping and explaining her night. Well, she first just starts like talking about her night and the DJ puts some beats behind it and then she's, she's really getting into it. Yeah, and, and she's also dissing Lola. And the crowd loves it, so Lola takes the mic, and they have a rap battle. Yeah. And their thing is, we ain't no quitters, we're the babysitters. Yep. It's not good. Everyone <laughs> loves it, though. It's very fun. All these adults in this city who went to this club. <laughs> they love it. Are just like, oh yeah, look at these kids. Yeah, but Rap- then. Terribly rapping. <laughs> the pawn shop guys show up, so they need to run off stage. Uh, they get out, and then the pawn shop guys, we assume, have to rap. I would have loved to hear their rap. Because, again, the DJ stops them, and he's like, no, you guys have to rap. Yeah, um, all the kids go back into the alley, and they all had so much fun. Jenny's so cool. Um, the Coopers are at the police station, and the police are unhelpful. Um, Emily is lagging behind the rest of the group on the sidewalk whenever they're walking. So Jenny goes back and she apologizes to Emily for yelling at her. And she's like, hey, you don't have to, like, pull all these stunts to get attention. You can just be yourself. Which, like, if that is the reason why Emily is doing these things, then yes, okay. But also if Emily just wants to express herself, then that's fine, too. Well, yeah, but Emily (laughs) says that she's upset that she's a dork and she feels like no one notices her. Um, but, yeah, Jenny's like, well, it's okay because you're not a dork and it's their loss if they don't know that you're cool." cool. Yeah, I think you're cool. Um, you don't have to do these things to get attention, blah, blah, blah. And Emily's like, hey, now that we're friends, I have something to tell you. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, I called my parents and told them that we got arrested. (laughs) Yeah, uh, mom and dad get back into the cab, um, and mom's like, I'm going back to the party, I hate my kids. Yeah, uh, so then (laughs) Jenny's like, okay, we'll just call your parents back and tell them that it was a prank so that they won't be worried. But they call from Lola's phone instead of... Jenny's phone? Or, yeah. Jenny lost, Jenny doesn't have her purse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so mom doesn't pick up. But did they ever switch their phones back? Anyway, they call from the wrong phone. Um, and yeah, mom doesn't pick up because she's like, I don't know an L. L Perez. Yeah. Which, she already has caller ID, even though she doesn't have Lola's phone number. I don't know. Um, anyway, they decide to sneak into the gala to steal mom's emergency party money. Uh, to pay for the car to get out of the lot. Yeah, all of these kids think that their parents, who are all at this gala, are not going to see any of them. Well, they don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they arrive at the planetarium where this gala's being held. Um, Katie is still wearing her mom's diamond earrings. Um, I really thought she was going to, like, lose them or something. Like, I thought that was right? going to be a plot point for a reason. No. 
No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, they all sneak across the floor and into the kitchen where the sous chef quits, so Bobby fills in. Um, <laughs> Jenny, Lola, and Katie go to the coat check to get the cash out of uh, Mrs. Anders- Mrs. Cooper's jacket. Um, the Coopers are at the coat check, too, so they have to go back and hide. Um, they grab their coats, uh, So they leave. need someone to go steal the money from the yeah, coat. Yeah, to leave, but Mom's like, I'm not leaving, I'm going to get dessert. So they have the coat, so in order to go get the coat, since the Coopers have never seen Lola before, Lola steals a coat so she can blend into the party. And heels, and they, like, do and her makeup. And Katie's, like, child tiara to also blend in. But also Mom's earrings. Yeah, Mom's earrings. Hello? Um, so, Bobby puts seaweed in the chocolate mousse, and that's the secret ingredient. Oh my god, it's this amazing. This is the second time in a Disney movie where <laughs> seaweed has somehow enhanced the food. I mean, I feel like this one kind of makes sense. People like seaweed. In chocolate mousse? I don't know. I don't know what seaweed tastes like. I don't really know. I feel like I've had it before. I feel like it just tastes like lettuce. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I just always thought it was, like, tasteless. I don't know. Um, the pawn shop guys arrive, um, Lola sits down with Mrs. Cooper, and Lola, like, picks up her coat and then drops it so she can steal the money. Uh, the pawn shop guys try to take the camera from Jenny, so she steps on his foot and the ferret gets out of his pocket. Um, why would he carry the fucking ferret in his pocket? Well, that was the thing. They were like, why would you bring it with you? I don't know. Yeah. Um, the rest of the kids are waiting in the pantry. Um, Trey asks Emily why she dyed her hair, and Emily's like, cause I'm boring, and they, like, flirt a little bit. Um, the rest, everyone else runs in and tells them that it's time to leave. So, but, and it's great because security caught the pawn shop guys and they learned about their illegal ferret. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so outside, uh, they all, they're getting away. Uh, Lola and Jenny have a moment where they're just like, oh, I'm, you know what, I'm glad that we met each other and blah, 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 blah. And then Lola's like, oh, by the way, this guy Zach called for you. And Jenny's like, what? What did he say? And she's like, oh, he asked you to the concert. And so Jenny's freaking out. She's like, oh my god, what did you say? And Lola's like, oh, I blew him off. (laughs) And so Jenny starts crying. (laughs) And she's like, I should have been at that concert with him. And now he's there with this other girl and you ruined my life. Jenny wouldn't have gone to the concert. She already had to babysit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, um, they all decide to go to the concert to help Jenny get Zach. Well, and they're like, you know, it's too late, like, we need to go back home and, like, clean everything up, but they're like, no, we have to go to the concert. Yeah, meanwhile, Mrs. Anderson gets a call from the security company, because the alarm went off in their house, and the babysitter's not answering. Yeah. Um, so... The gang arrives at the venue, and the bouncer will only let them in if Lola gives him her camera. I guess the cops took her ticket, because they never sold the yeah. ticket. Anyway, she takes the memory card out. The camera's, like, special to her, but she gives it anyway, because... Also, if she's, like, an artsy hoe, she would have a film <laughs> camera. She would yeah. not have a digital camera. Yeah, because she takes out the memory card. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, it's, like, a special camera, but she does it for Jenny... Yeah. Um, so Lola and Katie go into the bathroom to fix up Jenny. To make her look more cool for the concert. That's not the the deal. She should be herself, not right. somebody else. Well, they take out Jenny's tight, tight ponytail that she's been wearing all night, and whenever they take it out of the bathroom, you can clearly see the bump in Sabrina Carpenter's hair, but when she comes out of the bathroom, the bump is gone. That is unrealistic, my friends. Well, they also, like, <laughs> fix it a little bit more, because in there, they just, like, whoosh it up, and it's still, like, standing straight up. Well, still, the bump would be there. I have, like, the same hair as Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> the bump would still be there. <laughs> 
Um, yes, yeah, so the concert ends and the crowd walks out. So Jenny runs inside, hoping Zach's still in there. So she goes on stage and calls to Zach, and she's like, Zach, I'm sorry, that wasn't me who answered the phone. I wanted to go to the concert with you. Uh, Zach meets her on stage, and he reveals that, oh, Dominique left early with her boyfriend, so there's no real threat at all. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone comes rushing in, they're like, we got a message, you need to listen to it with us. And it's basically just the mom being like, hey, the alarm system call went off and you're not answering your phone, so I'm coming home now. Yeah, so Lola's like, okay, like, I'll, I'll just tell her the truth and we'll turn ourselves in. And because they're like, no, wait, like, we all have things to lose too. Like, I did this wrong and I stole my mom's earrings and I ma baked in the kitchen with the stove on and I snuck out to see a concert. I dyed my hair green. So they're like, no, like, we'll help you. We'll get home in time. Yeah. So, Zach drives everyone in this giant SUV he took to a concert in the city. <laughs> yeah. Um, to the tow yard. Uh, they get the car and they race the muddy car back home. Uh, they make it home and rush to clean everything. Yeah, we get a little quick cl quick cleaning montage. Emily also washes the dye out of her hair. I guess it was temporary. I guess. They clean the car, they clean the kitchen, they clean the laundry. Um, and the kids, before heading up to bed and pretending like they were asleep, tell, tell Jenny and Lola that they're awesome babysitters and they had the best night ever. Yeah. Uh, so Jenny drives back to the Andersons and the kids rush upstairs. No, to the Coopers. Because uh, then the Andersons walk into no problems. And it's the same with the Coopers. Everything's fine. The parents suspect nothing. They get away with it. Ha <laughs> So we see Lola driving her Jeep. And oh no, she's getting pulled over. Not again. But it's a cute cop. He has her license. They didn't give it back to her. No. And then he's like, it's illegal to drive without a license. And then he's like, do you want to go out on a date? How old is this cop? That's I what I'd like to know. <laughs> I know she's. I know she's legal, but how old is this cop? I don't trust him. He knows that she's 19. I don't trust him. He's also a cop. She has <laughs> eyelashes on her Jeep. How old are you, sir? Right. Anyway. Lola, Lola would know better. Well, Lola is very excited to go on this date with a cop. I don't believe that. <laughs> no. With what we know about Lola, Lola I don't... Lola's a cab, for sure. Exactly. I'm like, I don't think she... She would not willingly go on this date. No. This cop gave her a ticket, too. He never took it back. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Um, anyway, Zach shows up at the Andersons as Jenny's, as the Coopers as Jenny's about to leave to return Emily's headphones. It turns out he asked Emily to take her headphones, so he have an excuse to return them. Um, Jenny, uh, Emily and Katie, Katie are watching from the window and encourage each them to ask each other out. And they do. And they both say yeah. Yeah, so the next day, Lola and Jenny meet at the internship office. Um, Jenny admits to Lola that she doesn't deserve the internship like Lola does, and she withdrew her application. Because she doesn't love it. She doesn't love it. And Jenny's going to take the summer off and have some fun for be once. a kid. And Lola's like, hey, uh, while you're taking the summer off, could you possibly help me with my college application for art school? And Jenny yes. says, Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. They're friends. Well, Jenny asks her to send the pictures from the other night. Oh, yeah. So then at the end, we get a little montage of each person getting the pictures of themselves. And at the very end, she sends oh. a picture of the dog to the dog, apparently, Lady Marmalade. And the mom sees, and she's like, <gasps> I stopped watching before that. <laughs> that's the end. Everyone sees their pictures. I can't believe they called this dog Lady Marmalade. Not once! No one said, gitchy, gitchy, ya, ya, ta, ta. Because that is not appropriate. <laughs> if this movie, if this was a decom in like 1997, they would have. <laughs> I don't think so. 
Um, anyway, would you like to know the differences and similarities between this movie and the 1987 movie? Sure. I didn't know the other one was also a Disney movie. I don't know why I wouldn't have assumed that. Uh, yeah, it's but Disney, I didn't. but yeah. obviously, it's on Disney, Disney Plus. Channel was not invented yet. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth Shue plays Chris Parker, uh, Jenny Parker. I don't know if we mentioned that Jenny's last name was Parker. Um, so Elizabeth or Chris is uh, going to go on this like anniversary date with her boyfriend, but he calls and cancels. So she asks to hang. She asks. She calls her friend Brenda to hang out because she feels sad. But her mom convinces her to babysit Sarah Anderson while Mister and Mrs. Anderson are in downtown Chicago instead. So um, Brad Anderson, Sarah's older brother, is going to stay the night at Daryl's, but changes his mind whenever he realizes that Chris is going to come to babysit because he has a crush on Chris, like Trey has a crush on Jenny. Um, whenever she is babysitting, Chris gets a call from Brenda that she's, like, abandoned at a bus stop or something, so she takes the kids to go pick her up. But on the way there, hijinks ensue. Oh, uh, no. The car gets damaged. There's a shootout. They find the car at an illegal chop shop. Um, they have to sing the blues because they end up at a <laughs> jazz club. I thought that was what Sabrina Carpenter was going to suggest when she found the $10. I thought she was going to be like, let's go busk for some money, y'all. <laughs> I'm assuming... Uh, like, you know, they had to rap, so I'm assuming, I did not watch this, but I'm assuming it's like the banana nana had a babysitting job, banana <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so they sing the blues, um, they meet a sex worker, um, they get caught in a gang fight, they go to a frat house, uh, so you can see some things were changed from the original. <laughs> For good reason. Uh, they get chased, uh, by crime, by criminals, because they've stumbled upon evidence, um, they find Chris's cheating boyfriend at the pizza shop. Of course. But it's okay, because she met a cute guy at the frat house. Oh. Um. <laughs> Bad choice. Um, and they make it home in time, and the parents never knew. Amazing. <laughs> this is all what I read on Wikipedia. <laughs> it seems like this version was better. The original version? No, this version that we watched. Oh. I would not have said that. <laughs> That's what it seems like to me. <laughs> well, I gave this movie a one and a half out of five, so. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> I gave this a three out of five. I thought it was fine. I didn't care. I wanted it to end. I was bored. <laughs> I Well, like I said, I feel like it could have been not a decom, which, I mean, I haven't been doing all of the other ones rating that way, but I feel like because of that, I gave it a higher score, because, like, I could have seen this playing in the theaters back, like, when we were kids. I know that if I was a kid, I probably would have enjoyed this movie. But because this movie came out in 2016 when I was a full-ass adult. <laughs> well, yeah, and you just watched it now. And I just watched it now. I rated it based on how I thought about it in this moment in time. Yeah. I put it at number 50. Uh, Teen Beach 2 is above it, and Girl vs. Monster is below it. I put it at number 97. Susie Q is above it. Radio Rebel is below it. Next week, we're watching The Swap. Which I know what is about. that? I don't know. <laughs> I have literally never heard of this. We'll find out. Um, I bet it's another like d d switching lives. Great. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>